Welcome back for another video. Today we'll be discussing all the assets to consider for Double Game Week 23 and beyond. Loads to discuss in this one, as we have one eye on Black Game Week 25 as well, and how to maximise our potential in the coming weeks. If you'd like to follow this series and other FPL content on the channel, make sure you're subscribing. So it's Arsenal Man City with a double gaming next, Arsenal home to Brentford and Man City, while City are home to Aston Villa and then away to Arsenal. Edison and Ramsdale are joint top on the projections, both with 7.9 points. It's tough to predict how that huge second game will go, as first and second in the Premier League face one another, so we'll be looking towards the first game in particular when targeting points. Ramsdale actually leads marginally over the next five gaming for projected points, so if you're in the market for a goalkeeper, he edges it. However, what does need to be weighed up is other positions. With Arsenal, you've got the likes of Gabriel Saliba, Saka, Erdegaard and Ketter, etc. At most, one defensive asset makes the most sense, and then pick two from the midfielders, or pick one midfielder and then Ketter. We'll talk more about the double gaming assets throughout this video. The postponements in Game Week 25 are now confirmed. Brentford, Brighton, Man United and Newcastle won't play that game week. So this is something we need to factor in now, as we've got 3 or 4 transfers before then, and all transfers we make need to have both an immediate impact, but also benefit you that week. We'll keep the goalkeepers segment short this week, as there's no other goalkeepers that are worth looking at right now, with none of the others doubling, and then some even blank in Game Week 25. If you're on a wildcard, then Kepa, Amon of Ramsdale or Edison's the way to go, which guarantees you a double now, but also a fixture in Blank Gaming 25 and Blank Gaming 28. The defender projections are a table of two halves for Gaming 23. Gabriel, Zinchenko, Saliba and White are top in that order. Arsenal have such a great run of games for the foreseeable, so they're worth considering this week. So the question is which one? White is cheapest, only 4.7 mil, and he's 8th top scoring defender currently. The concern with White is that he can often be withdrawn early. This has been good on some occasions, locking in clean sheets early, but we've also seen his substitution before 60 minutes. His performance levels have dipped slightly in recent games as well, so you wonder if Tommy Asik could get a start at some point, who is a quality defender himself. The best pick in my eyes is Gabriel, not just as the top of the projections, but he's also nailed and he carries the goal threat. This season he's top among all defenders for expected goals. Two goals this season so far, five goals last season. There's not a great deal between him and Saliba though, both great picks. Sinchenko's been outstanding as well, and also worth some 4 for 5.1 mil, though again perhaps there's a small chance that Tierney comes in for a game at some point, and the centre-backs carry the goal threat. Tierney and Sinchenko are very different types of defenders though. Sinchenko cuts inside a lot, like a centre-mid, to help overload the midfield, while Tierney's a more traditional left-back, playing wider and bombing down the wing. The Man City defenders are a headache, but let's talk through the options. Stones is out injured, so Ake Laporte, Akanji and Lewis are the top four on the projections, with little separating them. Cancelo has left on loan for Bayern, which is good news for both Ake and Lewis. In the Spurs game we saw Walker and Lewis starting in right back and left back, but a shake up for the Villa game wouldn't be surprising, with Walker potentially missing out, and Lewis returning to the right side. In my eyes, Ake and Akanji are the best two in that order, Ake benefiting from the Cancelo loan, and Akanji from the Stones injury. Realistically, none of the back four are nailed though, and they could all miss a game here and there. What we do know is that Arsenal and Man City double now, and they don't blank in game week 25, so you should be targeting a triple up on both teams ideally. Moving on to the midfielders, and top of the game week 23 projections among the mids is Saka. It was Arsenal's worst performance in a while, losing 1-0 to Everton, who did perhaps benefit from a new manager bounce on the Daesh. Ironically, Arsenal were rescued though by Tottenham, who defeated Man City, so they at least didn't lose ground relative to City. Saka and Erdegaard are my favourite two Arsenal assets to own, projected 10 and 8.7 points next game week. Both nailed, and over the season they're second and fourth for points among all mids. 
The question is what to do with Martinelli, owned by 4.4 million managers and no returns in his last four. His underlying numbers haven't been that bad, but with the signing of Trossard, there is a cause for concern. Against Everton, Martinelli was off at 58 minutes for a one-pointer. It's a luxury transfer, but if you have the route to move Martinelli to Saka or Odegaard, it's worth it. De Bruyne was another disappointment, benched against Spurs. Another question is what to do with him or whether to buy. If you own him, he's certainly an easy hold. If you don't own him, then it's one to think over. Morris and Grealish both capable of matching his output for much cheaper. In tomorrow's team selection video, I'll be talking about my Man City plan, so make sure you're subscribed for that. We're well aware of Mahrez's recent form, but I want to highlight Grealish as well as one to consider. Arguably City's best player against Spurs, one goal and three assists since the restart. And since game week 17, Grealish has 3.97 expected goal involvement to Mahrez's 4.35, and they're dead even in terms of minutes per expected goal involvement. The other factors in Grealish's favour is that he's 0.9 mil cheaper, and he basically just has Foden for competition, who didn't even make the squad due to illness. However, Morris is a very understandable transfer as well, and he's projected 6.7 points. So let's look at the forwards, and Haaland Lees projected 11.9 points. We saw 700,000 triple captains active for Gameweek 22, and many used it before in Gameweek 20 on Haaland. So if you've still got the chip, a decision needs to be made whether to use it now or save it for later. This is a really tough one, particularly after a poor City performance against Spurs. There will be more double Gameweeks later in the season, but we don't yet know who for. Nketiah is second on the four projections with nine points. Since game week 17, only Haaland has a higher expected goal involvement among all players. Some footage did come out recently of Jesus back out running on grass. We don't know exact timelines for return yet, and it could still be several weeks or even a month or so, and Nketiah is certainly safe for game week 23. Blank game week 25 is one factor to consider though, where you need everyone playing. Once Jesus is back, the two will undoubtedly share minutes, so perhaps the best Arsenal triple up is Saka, Erdegaard and a defensive asset now. Kane put up his 22nd attacking return of the season against Man City, and he's blanked just 5 times all season. If he's told him to accommodate Bruno last week, then the decision needs to be made in the coming weeks whether to bring him back or not. Tottenham's next 5 are Leicester, West Ham, Chelsea, Wolves and Nottingham Forest. Jao Felix has served his 3 match suspension now, he had an impressive debut up until the red card, and he'd be one on the watch list in Game Week 23, as Chelsea face West Ham, Southampton, Tottenham in blank Game Week 25, and then Leeds home. That wraps up the video, thanks for watching. Please drop it a like if it was useful, and make sure you subscribe for more content to come this week. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.